Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is Amazon Prime Day, and I'm glad it's come around again because I was starting to really worry about old JB. <laughs> you know, what with that new yacht of his and everything, I don't know how he's going to afford the gas alone. And I know Amazon is struggling. It's funny, anytime you see any massive complex being built. Yeah, must be a new Amazon. Yeah, there. I was, uh, was up golfing uh, in Aurora um, a few weeks back, a couple of weeks back. And as you make your way into the golf course, there's just this massive complex. And, and right away I go, is that like an Amazon outlet? And uh, no, it turns out it's some food distribution plant. Okay. But yeah, we all just think it's got to be another Amazon building. So will you be helping uh, Jeff Bezos in uh, his pocketbook today? Uh, probably, because yeah. we had a couple things we talked about on the weekend that we wanted to order. I was like, well, I might as well wait until <laughs> right. Tuesday and yeah. see what else. One, if it goes on sale, and two, if there's anything else I can add to that list. Now, I've never, I don't know that I have. I can't remember off the top of my head really kind of sitting down and looking on Amazon for stuff on these prime days because it's two in a row now. But is it a lot like uh, Boxing Day or Black Friday where you got to kind of be careful because sometimes the deals aren't really great deals or are they all pretty good? I think they're pretty good, uh, especially on Amazon-related products, right, because yeah. they get their fire sticks and fire TVs right. and... and uh, and so you, you'll find a lot of electronics will have will have sales. Uh, yeah, I don't think they ramp up the prices and then discount them from that. Mm. They're usually a, a pretty good deal on things that aren't normally discounted. I remember buying that Fire Stick, and I think it was I don't know what it was eighty or ninety dollars when I bought it. But now with my new uh, cable setup. My new remotes come with the Amazon Prime button. Right. And all of the uh, the Disney Plus and the parent, it's all right there in this one button. Every streaming service, like Amazon gets you coming and going. I wonder, you know, for the Amazon employees, mm. they're like, oh, great. <laughs> Here we go. The rest of this week's going to suck. This would be a great week to take off. Yeah. Book your holidays. Well, I'm sure it's like anybody that ever worked in retail over Christmas, right? Yeah, true. Remember that guy we had? I think we have a drop still. When COVID started and everybody was all ordering stuff online and having it shipped, and, of course, toilet paper was flying out the door. And this one guy, he, the line was, I'm, I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm fed up. Because he said, look, I understand you need essentials, but you don't need vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a pandemic. Well, I guess you do need a vibrator. You probably do need one. Well, here's something we could uh, debate. Everybody, I'm sure, has an opinion on this. People were asked about the uh, top sketch comedy shows of all time. And uh, there's like 30 on this list, uh, but uh, some of the top 10 include the Carol Burnett Show, Key and Peele, something called The State, In Living Color, Mr. Show with the Bob and David, The Kids in the Hall, and at number one, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Oh. Now, this, that show, I think, ran like late 60s into the early 70s. And I've I've always been a Monty Python fan. I love the movies, Life of Brian, Meaning of, uh, Meaning of Life. Um, I don't know, the show was a little hit and miss for me. Yeah, I, I guess I, I think it was before my era, mm -hmm. to be honest, and, and you know it may have been kind of groundbreaking at its time mm -hmm. uh, in pushing the envelope. Uh, for me, things like In Living Color, Saturday Night Live, Key and Peele, and The Chappelle Show kind of pushed the envelope 
of the 90s, early 2000s. Saturday Night Live shows up on the list at 13, Chappelle at 15. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised at. And Key and Peel, if you've never seen it, it really is so funny. And it's interesting with those two guys because uh, is it uh, Jordan Peel yeah. went on to make those amazing horror movies as well yes. that everybody yeah. loves. The director. And I believe he's married to, in uh, in uh, real life, uh, the woman, Gina from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe they're married. No way. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, very funny. A lot of people have seen, like, parts of their skits, perhaps. Yeah. Um, the football you know, names are the best. Football names, like the, uh, the Pro Bowl or whatever, the you know Southwest-East-West Bowl that they would do yeah. were, were hilarious. The, the substitute teacher yes. bit is really, I think, what took them to yeah. the next level. Yeah. Um, but but my goodness, a lot of it is very, very funny. Very smart. Um, Melanie Griffith realized she made a mistake, as so many people do. When she was married to Antonio Banderas, she had his name tattooed on her, of course. There's oh. Going. Yeah, I, listen, I only think the only names you should ever tattoo on your body is probably your mom or your dad or your kids. Right. Marriage, it's bath towels and <laughs> wedding bands. 50% of the time, it's not forever. Right. But kids are there for, for, for the whole run. As I say to my boys all the time, if your mother and I ever split, inevitably, she's your problem. Because <laughs> she's your mother. So anyhow, she had Antonio Banderas removed, and or at least... Tried to cover it up by putting her four children's names. Okay. Um, Any of them named Antonio? It would have helped, right? Well, there's an Alexander, so I guess you got the A there. All right. And Dakota, Stella, Alexander, and Jesse. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are still fighting over this vineyard. Oh, their life is so similar to all of ours. Maria and I in a divorce would be fighting over Tupperware. <laughs> well, you guys, you might fight over wine. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just drink it all That's before right. I leave. A vineyard? No. Not so much. They uh, they built this French wine business, um, and they've been battling it over, over it since 2011. Well, the lawyers are getting rich on this one. The uh, papers say, and this is papers that Angelina Jolie filed, she says, Pitt is an actor, not a winemaker. He deals in illusions, not dirt and grapes. While he no doubt visited the vineyards to admire the work of the French laborers who actually made the business successful. So she is basically saying, you had nothing to do with this. But she probably had nothing to do with it either. I was to say, what's on her side of it, was she out there picking grapes and digging squashing holes? them? Yeah, probably not. But, Alyssa, in, in those arguments, when, when it's as bitter as it is, mm. or as it seems to be from their front, then everything becomes an argument. I always think... That if it came to divorce, and I guess, well, it really doesn't matter how it comes to be, but I always think that I would just want to walk away. Like I would just be, because either I'd be just so fed up to the point it's gotten us, mm. I, I would just be like, take what you want, just leave me alone. I never want to speak to you again. Right. Yeah, but the reality of it is, is that there's still a lot that has to be spoken for, yeah. right? No, that's very true. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., and you think of his resume and all the movies he's done, and he's done some great stuff, but he was asked about the most important movies he's ever made in the past 25 years, 
And he lists the Shaggy Dog from 06 and Doolittle in 2020. Shaggy Dog? I don't even remember it, but it was a Disney flick. And he says uh, it was the it was huge for me because uh, that film got Disney saying they would insure me. And, of course, all movie productions, everybody on set has to be insured. Oh, okay. It's a lot of reasons why uh, olding rock stars can't go on tours, not because they don't want to. Right. Or it's why they've shut it down, the likes of the Eagles and Elton John, because the insurance becomes too much to gotcha. pay to, to make sure they survive on the road. Anyhow, he says Disney insured him after he was on his uh, comeback trail from his drug and alcohol issues. And he said Doolittle just taught him a, a lot about the business because it was such a financial fiasco. He says never let a good crisis go to waste. So mm. I'm a big fan of his Sherlock Holmes movies. I thought those were really good, yeah. really well done. Yeah, he's. Uh, there's been so many great movies he's been in. I think he was in a film called Iron Man. Uh, that one was okay. I think it did. Did uh, all right. Did a few dollars at the box office. Um, Ozzy, Madonna, and Jamie Foxx all have something in common. They've all had to bail on uh, productions and uh, concerts because they've all not been doing well in the health department. Right. Yes. But Madonna and Jamie Foxx, we had some news on them yesterday, and. Uh, she has released a statement saying just thank you so much to everybody. I felt your love, and uh, she will want to get back on the road as soon as she can. And uh, Jamie Foxx was seen on a yacht at a nightclub and now at a driving range. So oh, he seems to be well, just fine. You're at the range, you're fine. Yeah. Ozzy, on the other hand, has had to drop out of the Power Trip Festival. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a big lineup, right? Guns N' Roses, yeah. Iron Maiden, Metallica. Anyhow, it's supposed to do, uh, he was hoping to be back on stage in the summer of 2024, and he was optimistically moving forward. He says, unfortunately, my body is telling me that I'm just not ready yet, and I am much too proud to have the first show that I do in nearly five years be half-assed. Okay. Also, it could be an insurance thing. Could be. You know. They announced who's taking his spot. They have not, but he claims it's a band who's very close to him. Okay. Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> I've often thought this when I've gone to get a haircut. I often thought, do the hairstylists like the chit-chat or hate the chit-chat? Because it's one customer after another. I think that's part of the reason they like the job. You think so? I've asked John Cook next time he's in. His wife is a hairstylist. She manages a store that I go to. Right. Yeah. You know, I, and I think uh, you know what, what you... Part of it. It's weird because as the customer... Sometimes you don't know. You're not always in the mood to chat. Sometimes you just want your hair cut. Mm -hmm. But generally, I mean, if you're a normal human being, you'll engage in some conversation. Well, and having a woman show any interest in me is so foreign. <laughs> that I just jump at the opportunity. I basically have us moving in together by the end of the haircut. It's kind of like, and listen, I'm in no way uh, comparing... Uh, hairstylist to strippers, but it's kind of like that thing that strippers have to go through when they have to talk up the dude and act like they're interested. <laughs> have a conversation. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the role, though. Yeah. that's the role play element of it. Not that doesn't take part of the haircut. And that conversation is always totally different. Right. I mean, she's not asking about my wife and kids, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not bringing them up. <laughs> Anyhow, so um, a lot of people were t uh, asked about this. And, and honestly, too, sometimes, you know, they're gabbing at you so much, and you're having this conversation, 
And I'm just thinking, please don't lob my ear off. Like, right. Just keep, you know, because they're flying around your head with those scissors. I would say we're probably a lot more comfortable with the hairstylist conversation than we are with the dental hygienist one. That's a tough one. Because when you, when you have a dental hygienist who's, you know, very friendly and chatty, they want to talk, mm. but they've got their hands in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, and finding the time to talk is difficult. They ask you, like, so, you got any vacation plans this summer? Right. And you've got, like, half a second to answer, nope, and then, Right. Well, and, and I mean, I'm sure from their side of it, it's boring if you can't talk to people all yeah. day. Interesting. Uh, when I was at the dentist and I went uh, while you were away, um, I noticed they had turned off the news channel. Normally, they had like the 24-hour news thing going on. Okay. It, so you could sit and watch that. And every room had some, uh, it was like a drone channel where it was just showing footage over mountaintops and seasides. Oh, and serenity? I, go, I guess so. And I go, well, uh, is that in every room or just yours? She goes, no, we've moved it off. We've moved it to all rooms. We've stopped showing the news so we can stop arguments. Mm. This is where we're at now. Yeah. So somebody will come in and they'll sit in the chair and they'll say, oh, I hate Doug Ford. I hate uh, Justin Trudeau. I, they just... Right. Well, I mean, imagine, too, if you just had to listen to a 24-hour news cycle all day long that would, mm. that would really not promote a great work environment for everybody. A little tough. I'd put on you porn. <laughs> of course you would. See if anybody notices. <laughs> I had an interesting little evening last night. Oh, yeah? I had, between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m., a scheduled appointment with someone to come and do a service in my home. Okay. So I had prepared my afternoon, knowing that this was going to roll into the dinner hour. Uh, I had uh, gone out early, got all the stuff for dinner, got prepped. So when the person arrived between 3 and 5, they came and gave me the estimate. They'd be on their way, and then I could make dinner. Gotcha. I sat between 3 and 5 p.m., and nobody showed. Oh. So... I called the company, and I, I share this story because I, I want to see how what you would do. Okay. So I call the company, and some guy answers, and he says, Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Ben. Uh, let me get a hold of that service person, technician, and see where they're at. If he could be there within the next 10 minutes, would you still accept him? I said, Within 10 minutes, yes. All right. Outside of, because he only needed about 15 minutes to come in and do the estimate. Oh, okay. I get disconnected. Now I'm already right. starting to steam. Uh -huh. I'm already, because this is not the first time. As a matter of fact. Same company? No, no. Okay. Just in general. Gotcha. Every time I have an appointment for somebody to come and give me an estimate, because I have a lot of appointments at my right. house, as we know. You need a lot of estimates. I need a lot of estimates. They either show up, they either don't show up, or they always show up right at the end of the allotted time. Gotcha. But yes. Can I, and I have asked companies, I have said, if I book this for two weeks down the road, can you put me at the front of the list? Right. I'm never at the front of the list. <laughs> I know my last name is Ven. I know I'm always at the end of the list. Gotcha. I spent my life being at the end of the list. Anyhow, uh, I get disconnected. So I call back, and then it goes to voicemail. <sighs> Luckily, within like 30 seconds, the guy calls me back. Gotcha. 
He says, uh, I'm so sorry, I can't get a hold of the uh, service guy. His last call was in Markham, and he was then to make it to you. He had a window of an hour and a half. Hmm. He says, I'm so sorry, would you like to reschedule? I said, no, don't bother, and I hung up. Okay. Five minutes later, I get, there's a knock at my door. I open the door. And this is what's weird, and I don't know if this is an algorithm thing or what's going on. There's a guy at my door doing door-to-door sales offering to do an estimate on the thing I need being done. This is a different what? company. A different company, but doing exactly what I had called. Yeah. I in go, your neighborhood? Yeah. So, and he goes, we're doing a house two doors up. We're here in this neighborhood till Friday. These homes are from the 70s. All right. So they need this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Exactly what I'm looking for. Wow. I take his card. I looked him up online because I think this is weird. How, yeah. do, how does this happen? Look him up online. Because now, you know, nowadays... Uh, we don't trust anything. And, no. you know, as as we get followed on the Internet through yes. our socials, I think, how, well, like, what's going on here? So I'm leery. And then Maria's like, I don't know. Let's let's look. So we look them up. And they, they all come across. They, they, I, they, it's a legit company. They got a website. They I've read reviews. It all seems to be good. Mm-hmm. Then, like, ten minutes later, the owner of the company that I originally booked yeah calls and leaves me a voicemail very apologetic about the screw up right and willing to offer me a discount and we would like to continue to try to do business with us we are so so sorry oh so do i give this first company another chance now that the owner is called offered a discount and apologize yeah or do i go with this other guy who just showed up knocking at my door both go get a quote from both why not it's an estimate. They're both going to not show up again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but at least, you know, well, you know me. Uh-huh. And you had me at discount. <laughs> Your pants were already off. <laughs> <laughs> as, as soon as now they seem to owe me something, yeah. then, uh, but that being said, you have to know what the discount is. Right. And what the service would cost elsewhere. So you have to have more than one estimate in there. I'd be calling both. Can I go out and you just deal with this for me? <laughs> I'll pay you. You will lose your discount. <laughs> I would happily pay somebody else just to figure this out for me. I would be a great, great wealthy celebrity who just paid. <laughs> I mean, I want to live that life. Yeah, that'd you be know, nice. Where you just have people take care of things right oh well i've got a story about that i just shared a story of my evening last night and it turns out lucky had an evening as well i did and it uh, also similarly dealt with customer service in the end it ended up i think okay but it was a kind of weird way to get there so adrian and i were sitting around we we're just getting set to make dinner in the afternoon around the same time you were having your issues and her phone rings mm. And the number says it's from, like, Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. Uh, so, you know, suspiciously, she doesn't answer it. Yeah, of course. And it rings again, like, two minutes later. So she's like, what do I do? I said, well, they call you back-to-back like that. I, I, would, I would answer. Mm. 
So uh, she picks it up, and she's talking with someone and and sounds a little concerned about what's going on. It, it's a longer conversation than that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when she puts it down, she said that was someone from Uber Eats, like a restaurant, inquiring about uh, the Uber Eats delivery order that I have made. Uh, for two smoothies. To your address? Well, no. Oh. Not to our address, but with her name. Well, that's interesting. Right? So, uh, so she says, well, why don't you just look up, uh, our credit card charges to see if, uh, if something's been mm-hmm. ordered. To which I find there's been about eight <gasps> orders. In the last 48 hours. On her credit card. On her credit card. Oh, that's disturbing. Of Uber Eats and then moving on to Apple. Oh. And I thought, uh-oh. This is going to start racking Here up. Here we go. So right away, I was able to lock the card using the app on the phone, but then get on the phone to talk to someone with the credit card company. And like you, I'd gone through the whole process and they'd... It, we're experiencing long call wait times. Mm-hmm. And when there is a company that doesn't have the automatic callback, I think, come on, you're just screwing your customers mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. You're just telling your customers that you don't really care about them because those services are available. I'm sure they cost the company a little bit more, but you can really get more uh, pleasant customers if you have that service. Yeah. That, hey, we there's a long wait it's going to be about 45 minutes. We'll call you back when you're next in line. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that now. And don't mind waiting for that callback. Because at least you can do something and Get not be forced to listen to that bloody Muzak yep. for an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, which I started listening to. And about 10, 15 minutes into the call, it got cut off. Oh, now you're ready to kill somebody. And now I'm, yeah, I'm I'm infuriated <laughs> at the people who've done this. And now the people who are supposed to protect me from this. And they're starting to think of it. At some point, did they not wonder why I was ordering seven different orders of Skip the Dishes or whatever the hell it was, Uber Eats, within a minute of each other? <laughs> Um, Did you start drinking? Did you crack a beer? No, no, I didn't. I I was too focused, laser focused on getting a hold of this person. To which I did, and uh, and eventually they they were very very receptive, uh, and, and and right away said, which charges are you disputing? And I went through because uh, it's been a few days. Mm. Uh, I went through out of the ten charges that were on there, seven of them mm. were not ours. Um, and I, but it was funny because they just, we just taken the dog to the groomer. So like they listed out like, uh, this apple charge. No, that's not us. This one. No, not us. Bubbles and whiskers. Yeah, that's not like I, I had to admit to like the worst of the charges on there. <laughs> like they, anyone assumed like, okay, it couldn't be bubbles and whiskers. And like, no, that one was me. That was me. But, uh, but yeah, so they, and right away they said, well, we will cancel that card and ship you a new one. Hmm. Um, so how did this happen? How did somebody out west get we have Adrian's no credit card idea. Huh. N- no idea uh, how all of this has been taken and you know, whether or not uh, we were kind of looking back at the, the last few weeks of purchases mm. to see if it was something suspicious or, or some place that was shady mm. that could have resulted in this. Because in order to do it with Uber, Uber Eats, they also had her address. 
right? Mm. And she doesn't use, we don't use Uber Eats. Um, you know, I've used Uber for a couple of drunken rides, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Um, and, but Uber Eats is a, is a never type thing for us. So, uh, very suspicious as, as a whole of how it all broke down. But, huh. you know, a good reminder. And I'm one, I know you, you know, quite often are looking at your bank statements and credit card and statements. Crying. <laughs> I'm one who just spends willy nilly and doesn't even really look at it, pays the card off. Right. And, and I don't n- normally break down everything that's been spent. Well, thankfully, that company actually reached out to confirm why are these orders going through. That was good of them. Yeah, well, it was because they didn't have the right address. Oh, I see. Okay. And they couldn't figure it out. And, uh, and so they called. And thankfully, on the second one, we took a chance and answered it because normally, yeah, well, one, there's no NHL team in Portisville Prairie, so I'm not answering that call. <laughs> I wish there was. <laughs> I really wish there was. And I wish they had offered you a full-time gig. <laughs> I wish. Uh, someone asked 3,000 people to find out the most common social media sins we commit online. And, of course, the number one, arguing with random people. Right. Yes. Yes. Twitter especially. Can't tell you the amount of times um, I've started to uh, text or respond and just deleted it. Like, I thought, because I had heard, until you corrected me, I had heard that it was uh, Justin Trudeau who was begging Taylor Swift to come and play in Canada. And right. said, no, it was a backbencher. And then I see on Facebook yesterday somebody saying, doesn't our prime minister have something better to do than... And then there's just a, a litany of people cursing out, you know, Justin Trudeau. And I wanted to say, you're wrong. It right. wasn't JT, but I just thought, doesn't matter. Forget it. Who cares? Because they just go, well, doesn't matter. He's still a moron. Right. You know. Yeah. Eh, just stay out of it. Yeah. People just loved and 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 people just love to poo-poo on things. Yeah. Like I, I find that like so crazy, or you know. Like, you, someone will post that, hey, just, you know, 150 bucks in the lottery. Mm. And someone will reply to that saying, I can't win anything. Who cares, man? Just say congratulations or hit the like button and yeah. move on. You yeah. don't have to make it about you all the time. Well, again, with the Taylor Swift, it would be the same thing where somebody said, I landed tickets to see Taylor Swift in Buffalo. And right. People would go, oh, I wish I could go. Yeah. Nobody cares what you wish. <laughs> right. Anyhow. And speaking of JT and just our government in general, we didn't get around to talking about this yesterday, but I, I'm shocked at how little both the police and our and our government, any level of it from our uh, Ontario, Doug Ford down, have, have spoken about this poor woman who died from the, the shotgun, from the, from the gunfire, mm. out just trying to grab some lunch before noon. Yeah. Just celebrated her ninth wedding anniversary. Yeah. Two young children. Mother of two young kids. There was a time in this city where we would lose our poop over this. Right. Nothing. Crickets right. on this poor woman in her life. We're so, and this is, this is just a sad statement of where we're at. The gunplay is so common now, it just, we don't care. Throw your hands up. What are you going to do? Our government seems to not want to care. We have uh, people out on, on parole, and they're not doing the time they're supposed to be doing, and it's it's insane. A woman, out, and you can't, you know, you can say, oh, wrong place, wrong time. Noon, yeah. in the middle of the week, grabbing right. a sandwich. It wasn't the wrong place. On Queen Street, in a very busy part of the city. Yeah. 
It wasn't the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah, it's any of us could be there. Yeah. Shocking and sad and pathetic and says a lot about where we're at right now. Um, social media sins, things we commit, of course, the arguing. Posting something when you're angry, then regretting it. Mmm. Okay. Sending sexually provocative messages. Right. Posting someone, something you regret while drunk. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Leaving mean or abusive comments on someone's posts. Right. Yeah, just as you said, just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't always have to be negative on it. Yeah. Posting a photo or a video of someone without their permission. Sexting someone nude images. Is that a social media thing? No, that's well, I guess that's more DMs yeah. then. Yeah. I can honestly say I've never texted a sexy nude photo of myself. <laughs> they don't they don't exist. No. <laughs> you could get the perfect filters and lighting and hire the greatest photographer in human history and they would still turn out with ew. Speaking of the filters, I would add that to the list of social media sins. Yeah. If you can't take a picture of yourself, that's just an honest picture, mm. then don't post it. I'm <laughs> sorry. Right. If you've got to have stars and some unicorn <laughs> horn sticking out of the middle of your forehead, yeah, then maybe you shouldn't be posting the picture. Arguing with a celebrity on social media? I mean, I know I have hashtagged or, or I've attached certain celebrity names to something if we've talked about them on okay. the air. Right. I never get a response. <laughs> Catfishing people who are pretending to be somebody else. These are our social media sins. I think we all should. You know how some people will, will go through a fast. They'll stop drinking for a while just to kind of give their body a rest. We should all take, even like once a month, take like 48 hours. Yeah, a cleanse. Yeah, and just stay away from it all. Well, because the the common theme is and thread that people are so annoyed by it. Mm. But we're so addicted to it, mm -hmm. you can't stay off of it. And that's why you get so much negativity. Because people hate going on it, but they do, mm -hmm. and just spread the hate. We had said earlier how neither of us have signed up for Threads, this new social media that's uh, out, uh, being released or has been released by Meta. It's like 100 million followers, the uh, the most used app, like out of the gate or something. And we both said, no, we're done. But I, inevitably, I know we'll both be on it. Right. And then we're just hooked. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.